Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 195 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. Carly, it's great to be back together with you for two whole weeks in a row. How has your week been? Uh, It's been great. I am on a uh, self-imposed travel ban, uh, but I did get out and have a little bit of fun. I finally went on Fury 325, which is a giga coaster at Carowinds, if you don't know. Uh, I loved it. I, I told you after doing Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park, I feel like I can do anything. So, <laughs> you know, I think I'm in my roller coaster era. Well, like I've always loved them, but you know, in recent years, I'm like, ah, God, my like tolerance for thrills is going down. But it's back. such a good coaster, so smooth. I am I am very proud of you. Uh, I will I will put that one on my bucket list. I after ever since I did Formula Rosa at, at Ferrari World in in Abu Dhabi, I feel like I've kind of uh, maxed out on super extreme <laughs> mega coasters. But uh, I, I'll give that one a try. Yes, it was it was so smooth. That <clears throat> was great. Not intense. Um, I also saw the Little Mermaid. Yay. Uh, I I have not been a huge fan of those live action remakes, but I've heard good things about that one. Yes. uh, I, to be honest, like hated all the live action remakes. I've given them like multiple chances to grow on me. Don't like it. Little Mermaid was fantastic. Awesome. I left and instantly wanted to go back. Uh, There's a lot of uh, different characters that still show in different moments. Prince Eric was wonderful. And of course, um, Ariel was unbelievable. So good. It, it was just amazing. Awesome. Well, I will definitely set my uh, wish list for that when that shows up on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. first, I think the only the only yeah. movie I'm probably going to be going out to see in a theater uh, the next next week or so is uh, I really want to see Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse uh, in a theater in 3D right. uh, for that that animation. Um, oh, yeah. Not, Everyone's going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I did not have as exciting a week as you. Uh, I did get to see the Broadway tour of Into the Woods, yes. uh, which was up for uh, Tony last night. Uh, really spectacular production. We had like, I think, 17 of the 19 people who are in the actual New York cast made it onto the road. And uh, it was just phenomenal production of a great show. Um, and... Um, I also uh, have been working, of course, on the unofficial guide to yeah. Disneyland. It never ends. Uh, <laughs> that book's got to go off to the printer on Thursday, so I'm sure Wednesday night we'll get some huge Disneyland news dropping. I just, honestly, just I I feel it because I'm like, it's been so quiet on the news front. We're gonna get yep. something, a few really big things this week. It's gonna something's be gonna the happen. equivalent of when they announce like the HHN. Vegas experience, like all that stuff, that big week, don't we're going to get it. And I'm Don't ready. tease me. Don't tease me. All right. Without any further ado, uh, let us go ahead and jump into the news. Okay, first up in the news this week, 
Uh, we are heading out to Tokyo Disney, where they are celebrating their 40th anniversary with something called the Priority Pass. Uh, this is going to permanently replace their Fast Pass system, which is still using those paper tickets the last time it was around. Um, and instead, uh, it is going to be like Max Pass or Fast Pass Plus, uh, except, or sorry, Genie Plus except for free free yes yeah. it's so interesting because there's just now the list is like what 10 of all the different varieties that disney uses for <laughs> can't all can't keep track excited line access and you know we were talking earlier we're like wait what is this because you know we we study this for a living <laughs> still i can't wrap my head around the nuances i i need one of thing. those conspiracy charts with the red string <laughs> going in every direction um <laughs> So we'll, let's break it down for you just a little bit. Uh, this new service is called Priority Pass. It is complimentary, which means free. Um, and it is being introduced this summer for a limited time only. Uh, maybe some version of it will stick around. But for now, it is just going to be available uh, for this summer for a limited time for the 40th anniversary. And allows guests to enjoy certain attractions with an reduced, reduced weight at a specified time. So uh, what you're gonna do is you're gonna use the Tokyo Disney Resort app. After you get inside the park, uh, you're going to pick the attractions that you're interested in and you're gonna get a specified time, a return time, at which time you'll be able to go through a designated entrance, uh, probably what used to be the fast pass entrance, which will now be the priority pass entrance. Uh, it's not every ride in both parks, but it's a pretty good selection of major attractions. Absolutely. Yeah, I was really impressed by the list of just how many there are, you mm -hmm. know, and there's the um, Pooh's Honey Hunt. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. So there's there's some really good like A-B attractions on there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not clear. Are you able to make multiples or is it kind of like Genie? Ah. Excellent question. Uh, that is a detail that was not yet revealed yes. in uh, okay. the official information we have. Um, so that is an excellent question, whether you'll be able to do repeat rides. Uh, my guess is, especially the way some of these rides like Monsters, Inc. or Pooh Honey Hunt are so popular out in Tokyo that uh, letting people do multiple re-rides would probably not work out too well. Right. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, guessing it's probably details, once yeah. per day. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you do have 20,000 leagues and Indiana Jones on there. Um, you know, there are still a small number of rides that, uh, you purchase one time use access to, uh, there, uh, such as Soren, mm -hmm. um, I think Toy Story, Midway Mania, um, there's just a couple of them that are still separate from this sort of the way we have individual lightning lanes. Uh, but the majority of the attractions that used to be Fast Pass, you'll be able to hit up this summer uh, for free. Uh, and if you are looking for more information on all this, head to Tokyo Disney Resort JP. I'm sorry, Tokyo Disney Resort dot JP slash EN for the English language version. Another great reason to head out to Tokyo. Yes. Oh. Uh, next up. Together, a Pixar musical adventure is debuting next month, July 15th, at Disneyland Paris at the Walt uh, Disney Studios Paris Park. This is really exciting. Uh, Disneyland Paris has some really excellent live shows. Mm -hmm. you know, there's tap dancing Mickey Mouse. I mean, they really like 
go all out on the show. Yeah. So this is when I saw this, I was like, this sounds really like it's going to be great. You know? Yeah. I, I can remember from my visit to that park, I was very disappointed in most of the attractions and the placemaking, but all the live shows were spot mm -hmm. on. And uh, this, this one, uh, I'm not sure exactly which theater is this going in the old Cinemagic theater. I know that there's a Mickey's um, magician show that is currently in the Animagic theater. So yes, I would think you're right. Yep. Um, so this show that they are unveiling uh, transports audiences into the worlds of Toy Story, Coco, Up, Monsters, Inc., and Finding Nemo using a combination of state-of-the-art technology, creative lighting, multi-sensory effects, uh, choreography, and of course, puppets because you can't have a pixar show without no someone. yes <laughs> yeah no this sounds really good obviously it's a musical it has original a storyline it follows charlie a kid who loves music and he dreams of conducting an orchestra but uh the night before a big show he loses his sheet music oh no <laughs> um so yeah it's up to our pixar pals like jesse and buzz bo peep and others to go on a mission to help charlie find his sheet music uh on a journey through all different pixar universes um lots of special effects uh you're you'll have water droplets in finding nemo um you'll have odorama effects uh so you can smell the aquatic universe um this is uh this complements the other Pixar attractions that they have there, uh, such as Cars Road Trip, uh, the Ratatouille ride, and Crush's Coaster. Um, they even have uh, a uh, Toy Story inspired Hotel Cheyenne and uh, a Hotel Santa Fe that's got a Route 66 theme. Oh yeah, those resorts are like a fever dream to walk around. <laughs> They're so bizarre, but I love it. Yeah, those those hotels at Disneyland Paris were all built in the like Michael Eisner era of we have to go way over the top with giant themed hotels. And uh, it almost killed that era single-handedly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's nice that we still have those around. Um, so this is just uh, one component of the entertainment happening. Uh, as I mentioned, there's also that Mickey and the Magician mm -hmm. show in the Animagic Theater. Um, uh, they've got a Lion King show in Frontierland across the Esplanade at Disneyland, uh, Disney Junior Dream Factory, a Frozen musical show, um, a daytime show on, at the Castle on Main Street, uh, and most importantly, there are two different drone shows that are yes. going on this summer. Disney Delight at the Disneyland Park. That's got 200 drones along with uh, video projections and water jets. Um, that runs through September 30th. And then they also have the Avengers drone show with 500 drones. Uh, and that is running through November 5th. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the uh, Disneyland Park drone show last mm. year there, and it was amazing. But I would love to see the Avengers one uh, whenever they've done. I think at, like, the Avengers Campus opening was the first time they did the drone show there. And the pictures, videos looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we have some uh, video of that on our YouTube channel. Check that out. And go to DisneylandParis.com slash EN dash USD to... Uh, see prices in uh, American dollars or call up MEI and mouse fan travel and they'll hook you up. Uh, let's move from Disney to six flags because coaster fans can rejoice. Uh, six <laughs> flags has announced six 
flags plus which is a new type of ticket uh sort of an annual pass that is paid for on a monthly basis uh, for only $12.99 a month with no down payment, you can get unlimited access to all 27 Six Flags theme parks and water parks. Uh, you're also going to get general parking for free, priority entrance at the gate, 15% discounts off food, beverages, and merchandise, uh, specialty rate tickets for friends and family, and a skip-the-line pass to use once per season. Yes, yeah, so I was a little confused because... They already offer a exactly <laughs> that gets you into all the parks. You know, just Six Flags does it, Cedar Fair, you know, one price, mm -hmm. every park around the country. So I was a little confused by this. Is it a way to help people spread the monthly payments out? The perks are like vastly different. Uh, and the price is maybe, I think it's like $3 more or $2 more a month to just buy the diamond pass. Yeah. Yeah. And which was interesting to me is when I heard about the skip the line pass for this, it is literally one time, one ride. One, yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know what the uh, dollar value of that is. Not very high. It's, it's um, yeah. Confusing. It's, this is like this, Disney level confusing for I think one. maybe if you are extremely price sensitive and you need to pay on a monthly basis, because the diamond pass uh, is a lump sum of one, one seventy. Uh, but how which are you if, traveling to the other parks around the country if you can't, you know, <laughs> this is just questions I don't understand. If, yes, uh, it, it it begs the question who exactly this pass is, is for. Someone who maybe you bought that Frontier fly, fly All Summer uh, deal and that you put your last dollar into that. So all you have is your uh, Six Flags Plus pass for $12.99 a month. Uh, and, uh, and you can fly anywhere, I, I guess, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, but I do know that, yes, uh, if you put it head to head against the diamond pass, uh, the diamond pass is 170. So that breaks down to an average of 14, 17 a month, if you were to spread it out. Um, but you, you do get much better perks, uh, an extra 5% off discounts, free preferred parking, uh, five of those special rate tickets and uh four skip the line passes instead of just one uh you also get refillable soda bottles you get 50 percent off cabanas uh and half off flash pass for the season uh, yeah i mean it's will a add dramatic up. difference in the yeah. amount of perks that you get yeah i um i honestly uh no i i don't quite know who uh who the benefit would be for to save a couple bucks but Hey, it's an option. Uh, run the math for yourself. Maybe you can figure out a way to make it work for you. Either way, you can find out more about it at sixflags.com. And for our last bit of news in the queue, I was uh, very excited to see this. I was not able to make it out personally to the opening, but SeaWorld Orlando opened its state-of-the-art coral rescue center on June 9th, and this uh, is a really special project. It's related to the uh, Florida Coral Rescue Center, which is actually located in the bad side of town in Orlando, in a warehouse where you would never expect that they're rescuing coral. Wow. Uh, I got to go in and check out the whole center um, where they've been doing this project uh, about a year and a half or so ago. But now they've taken a little tiny piece of it and put it in SeaWorld Orlando, where guests can get a peek at the world that uh, the work that they're doing with the Fish and Wildlife Foundation and NOAA 
to try to save uh, some of the Florida's coral reef, which is badly endangered. Right. Yeah, no, this is incredible. I love everything that SeaWorld is doing. Uh, this is just, you know, something that we don't, you know, that you don't hear a lot about coral and coral rescue. Obviously, you hear about animals. So this is exciting and just a cool little edutainment piece and something to explore when visiting. Yeah, um, you, you'll see uh, in the picture here, uh, they keep everything in this very soft blue lighting. Uh, I guess the coral likes likes uh, to Mood keep lighting. the the uh, the UV rays and similar to what it would be deep underwater. Um, and they've got these shallow tanks that you can see all these vast uh, different kinds of coral, brain coral, colorful coral. There's sea urchins in there, all sorts of little things. Uh, and you can see there's just like in this picture just has like three of these tanks. Uh, and these tanks are each the size of, I don't know, a king size bed or so. Wow. Uh, but uh, the, at the main center that I got to visit, there's just a warehouse full of these. Um, uh, but you get a little a little representation, a little taste of it at SeaWorld Orlando. Um, and uh, yeah, they've got uh, living colonies of up to 15 different species, uh, many of which are threatened under the Endangered Species Act. Um, and plus, it's fun to see the fish and the snails and the crabs all swimming around in there. Yeah. With them. No, I love it. This is really cool. So you can go on Pipeline and then do this. Yep, absolutely. Uh, if you're looking for more information, SeaWorldOrlando.com. Uh, visiting that is included in your regular park admission. All right. That is going to bring us to the end of the news in the queue. But before we get into this week's main attraction, it is time to hear a word from our sponsors. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! All right, for this week's main attraction, Disney and Apple are collaborating on new virtual reality and augmented reality storytelling experiences that were introduced by Disney CEO Bob Iger and Apple CEO Tim Cook at the recent Apple WWDC 23 event. Uh, if you are at all into VR, you've probably been hearing rumors for years about Apple's Vision Pro headset. Uh, now it's reality, and uh, the Disney 100 celebration, including Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and the Disney parks, are going to be part of this new technology. Yeah, I thought this was really cool, and it kind of, uh, what they showed uh, spanned, you know, kind of the depth of Disney's portfolio. There was a little ESPN basketball, obviously Star Wars, Disney Animation Studios, and uh, the parade I was most excited to see. <laughs> yes, this is, now. Yeah. this is really adorable. Um, mm -hmm. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're using... Um, Augmented reality. Uh, technically, it's mixed reality. Um, augmented reality would be a completely clear set of glasses that you can really look through, and then it's kind of using a Pepper's Ghost hologram to project on top of it. This is a little different. Uh, the, the Vision Pro headset is using cameras uh, that sense you know, both 
images and depth to reconstruct inside the headset uh, what you would be seeing if you didn't wear the headset, plus additional things on top of it. Uh, apparently, the system is so good, it really does look like you're really just looking through it. Um, but uh, either way, they're using the technology to bring Disney Park attractions to life on your kitchen countertop. You've always wanted to see a tiny little miniature yes. Cinderella castle and the Main Street mm -hmm. Electrical Parade circling around your uh, kitchen island. Uh, now is your chance. Yeah, your chance is coming. You, you got that coming. So it really does look great the way... The re it's the reflections, I think, in this picture that really, uh, really make it convincing uh, the way that it really seems like it's sitting there on there, top yeah. of the table. Um, in addition to little parks experiences like that, uh, you're going to be able to watch your favorite Disney Plus shows immersed in digital worlds, uh, such as watching The Mandalorian while sitting inside a speeder on Tatooine. <laughs> um, that's something I've always wanted to do, I guess. Yes. Um, or watching very tiny basketball players uh, do uh, replays of a basketball game on your coffee table. I thought that was really cool. I don't even like sports, but I, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, that is really cool. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Animated characters such as Mickey Mouse uh, will be able to uh, leap to life, come out of the walls, and hop around your living room and interact with you. Um, these, A lot of these, I think, are proof of concept demos. Uh, none of these looked like finished, polished products to me. They looked like uh, ideas of what could be done. Um, did, are you excited to see this? I mean, if I go to a friend's house and they have it, I'll try it. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's like yeah. the same way I feel about an Oculus. Like if someone has it, I'll put it on for a few minutes. Well, you know, but... I, I've been a fan. Uh, I have a Quest 2. I will probably buy a Quest 3 when they come out. Uh, we can't say Oculus anymore. It's meta, unfortunately. I know. No, I like the Oculus name better. Um, I, You know, I think the big difference is who this is meant for. Um, I, I think the majority of people listening to this uh, podcast, I, I don't think that this is, uh, at least this first version of the Apple Vision Pro, is something that most people are going to rush out and get simply because of the price point. Um, you can buy an, a, a, a MetaQuest 2 today for $299, or when the new one comes out, you'll be able to buy it for $500. This guy, when it comes out, Three hundred, three thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Um, so basically, you could buy a good MacBook Pro and a Quest, or you could buy a Vision Pro. Uh, right. and, and granted, the Vision Pro basically has it's got an M2 chip in it. It's basically a MacBook Pro stuck inside a headset. Um, but you know, the if you're into gaming, if if, if Games are the reason you're into virtual reality. Uh, they've kind of been upfront that this is not a gaming headset. It doesn't have controllers for doing real gaming with. Um, it is, uh, you know, it's got a battery pack that attaches to it that you've got to have an accord in your pocket the whole time, so it's not self-contained. Um, I, I think that this is going to be for professionals. Like, if you are the kind of person who is doing like 3D modeling or simulation professionally. Mm -hmm be a great 
thing to pick up um, better than I, I, I saw a lot of people respond like just on social media that they were interested in it yeah. and you know what like it's a tea, to each their own thing like I spend money on annual passes maybe yep. that's not your thing maybe you like to be home and do this so if yep. that's your thing do it I will say one thing that would push me uh, maybe not towards this version because I always buy the second version of mm -hmm. any Apple product. You know, the first oh, yeah. iPhone, the first iPad, what they're all great ideas that didn't work quite right. You always wait for that version two um, to drop. But what would push me towards looking towards this product line is if Disney, uh, especially Disney Plus, starts releasing 3D movies through this. Uh, it's oh. become increasingly hard, especially in America, if you love 3D movies and have a 3D tv or 3d projector like me you just can't get I, I i had to special order avatar 2 and i'm gonna pay a ridiculous amount of money to get and that's the last 3d movie that's been commercially released in this country in like the last three years um so if you were able to watch you know the avengers movies the star wars movies in full 3d uh with your disney plus subscription with this that i think would be a a, a big advantage Definitely. And again, like you said, like this is just the beginning. So this is yep. what they showed us so far. We don't know everything. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a link to uh, some videos about this. Um, and of course, uh, you can learn more on Apple.com. Well, that is going to just about bring us to the end of this very brief episode. Right. <laughs> um, I guarantee uh because i gotta finish that book this week that there's gonna be a ton of news that we gotta talk about next i week. feel That's it I feel always the way it works uh before we go let's say hi to a few folks in the chat uh brian sager uh is wondering is halloween alive or awake <laughs> we did recently get a bunch of halfway to christmas announcements um we are waiting to hear uh, the spooky season stuff. Um, yes, you know, I I would say, well, Universal especially, I think that if they had been able to open uh, VillainCon and Minionland uh, in the early summer, like they maybe originally hoped that they could have moved on to talking about Halloween by now. But You're I think still waiting. Yeah, and, I think and, uh, yeah. Let's wait and see uh, uh, an opening date for Minuland first, and then we can start looking for Halloween details to drop. Yes, I did. That's anyone my guess. see the um, casting notice for HHN Hollywood? They're looking for female dancers who five are very short and under. So, hmm. I really wonder what that could be about. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun, definitely, to you know come up with guesses and stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm just like yep. waiting. You know. Uh, Charles Johnson checking in to say hey. Uh, Brian was also recovering from the Xbox Games Showcase yesterday. I have not caught up with the announcements on that yet. Uh, but if there's some good stuff, I might have to renew my Xbox uh, Game Pass subscription. I, I'll, I'll binge games for a couple months and then I'll let it lapse. Let it save some money. Yeah. Uh, finally, Vince Lamb was checking in late. He was here because his boss wanted to talk. I hope everything's no. okay, Vince. Hope it was nothing serious. Hopefully he's given you a raise. All right. <laughs> well, uh, thank you all for sticking with us and being with us for this episode. Um, before we go, we want to thank once again, MEIN Mouse Fan Travel, and want to remind everyone, please go ahead and give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to us. And be sure to follow us at attractionsmagazine.com and search for Attractions Magazine on socials. 
you can find me at the unofficial guides and you can find Carly where? Yeah, I am at Carly Caramata and Twitter and on Instagram at Adventures by Carly. And until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. We'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.